2: Now, Kramer and
3: Jess, mornings on Mix 106.5. Are you
4: able to mentally conceive that we're a few days away from May?
3: I
5: was just talking about that last night in my boot camp class with, like, uh, at the gym. I was like, is everyone aware that um, April is literally over? And like, all, all of us were like, what is happening?
4: I don't think I can emotionally handle that for some reason. And I'm not sure why that bothers me so much. But Monday is May the 1st.
5: I'm not bothered. I'm just confused. Yeah. I'm very confused. Like how? I don't know.
4: Does anybody else feel that way too, that almost like 2023 has been like a time warp?
5: Why? More more so than other years. Right.
4: For some reason, like the first half of the year, especially here in Maryland, where to me, like when it's cold, those months go by so slow. Yes. And then summer kicks in and it just flies by. I
5: mean, because the winter wasn't that crazy. It was very confusing.
4: I don't know. Six o'clock club. What's up? Good morning.
5: It's Tuesday, December the
4: 27th. (laughs) It's Christmas, basically. Good morning. Hopefully you've started your holiday shopping. Oh, no. All right. Text us. We will shout you out. That's how we start every show is with you because honestly, and don't tell the other times this, but like we love you all the most. You know that too. Yeah. It's like a weird time to be awake in the morning and you chose to be here. So we just want to shout you out. 410 583 1065 Texas.
5: Good morning to Veronica, our Greek goddess Diana from Annapolis, John the Middle River is here Um, John the Annapolis locator is here, Anthony from Canesville Johnny E. Jess R. from Westminster. Good morning to our neighbors, hope Cindy in Westminster. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Kathy in Parkville is here. We've got Clever Kevin, Magic Mike in Pasadena up with us this morning. And Mr. W., good morning. And yes, let's go O's. Fresh off that O's one yesterday. Yep.
4: You heard this uh, new hack if you're terrible at names, but I'm, I'm god-awful with names. You ever have somebody walk up to you like, hey, my name's Jim. And you're like, okay, cool. I'll never forget that four seconds later Come- completely forget it a hack is out for how you can make this better i don't know like if this would work or not so i wanted to run it past you today so just let's, let's say i come up to you i'm like hey um so what was your name again and like it's like like, like I'm, i've known you for you know we've said hi a couple of times before uh-huh what would you say
5: what? What do
4: you want from me? No, no, it, and I'm like, no, not, not your, your first name, your full name.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And then they tell you your full name. And you're like, oh, no, I already, I already knew your first name. And apparently, if you ask someone their full name, they don't get offended.
5: I don't know if I agree with that. Why? Because, actually, I was, like, low-key in that situation the other day with, like, some of our coworkers, and I needed to send somebody an email. Worst. I knew their first name. I just couldn't remember their last name. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what's your last name again? And I could feel a little...
4: little tension? A
5: little shade. It's but the word. If I knew the first name. I just wasn't aware of the last name, and I felt like they were taking that as, like... I I didn't know between them and somebody else, but like I'm not calling you by your last name all the time, right? But I felt a little shade when I asked that question.
4: I think it was anything I would want to be better at. It's remembering names. I promise you, and, and when I meet you in real life, it's hard. I'm go I'm going to forget it. I'm going to forget your name, mm-hmm. and I do this. But here's what I, here's a trick that I've learned. Is that if you give someone a nickname, I'll never forget that nickname ever. So, like, I've got some friends that, like, I call Hootie, right? Hootie's real name is Chris. I will never, it should be forever. Is Chris. a real person? Hootie, yeah. Okay. Hootie, though. Hootie, I remember Hootie for some reason. But real names, awful it.
5: I need to be able to call people by their IG names <laughs> and I'll be fine. Now, now,
2: now. now.
3: Three trending stories in the city.
1: The Baltimore Top Three Three. with Jess. Number three.
5: A new study ranked the best and worst cities to eat local food, and Baltimore made one of these lists. So the study included 200 of the largest cities in the country, ranked on factors like community-supported farm stands, bakeries, seafood markets, and more. And Baltimore made the list of the top 10 best cities to eat local food in the U.S., Ranking at second place.
4: That's incredible. Right? That's really good. The
5: one city uh, ahead of us is going to be Portland, Oregon. And as far as the worst city for local food, uh, that went to Acreage, Alaska. I'm
4: sure we get credit, you know, for crabs. But I'll be honest, I've lived all over the country baltimore has got some really bomb food. We like, do. It's, it is. And it's like unique to the area. Too. And That's we have a
5: festival for every single type of food. That's
4: true. You like it, there's a festival for it for sure.
0: Number two.
5: NASA just conducted a study to find out how long you should actually be taking a nap for. And according to this study by NASA, the perfect length of a nap is 26 minutes. They found that when you nap for 26 minutes, you'll be 54% more alert and 34% better at whatever you do next. And here's why. At 26 minutes, you're only going through the first two stages of sleep and you're not entering the other ones, which will make you feel groggy or even feel worse when you wake up.
4: I always find these studies fascinating. As a daily napper. This is by NASA, by the way. I just don't know how in the world you're supposed to time that out. Unless y'all are the only ones that are like vampires and can basically force yourselves to go to sleep. What are you supposed to do? Set your iPhone timer for 26 minutes and then, like, shut your eyes and go right to sleep? I mean, it takes
5: me probably anywhere from 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So how do you set? Well, then maybe you should set the timer for 40 minutes to, to like tie in the 20 minutes that it takes you to actually fall asleep. But what if I don't? And then you're only sleeping for 26 minutes.
4: What if it's a five-minute fall asleep kind of day? That's Listen, what I'm saying.
5: this like, is NASA just trying to help you. If you don't want to take the information and go through all your REM well, stages of sleep and wake up in a worse state, then that's on you. They
4: tell you this stuff. And then I think it makes you feel worse because you're like, oh my God, what's up, 35 minutes? Am I, am I a failure at napping today? <laughs> like According to the
5: people stressed. that go to space, yes.
4: <laughs> Number
1: one.
5: As the Late Late Show with James Corden comes to an end this week, Corden's longtime friend and superstar singer Adele showed up to do the final Carpool Karaoke segment. The two drove around L.A. singing and reminiscing about their friendship. And Adele actually revealed during their conversation that James will influence the first verse of her song, I drink wine listen to his reaction
4: here's
2: him. I was floored by how you'd managed to take everything that I was feeling about myself and life and just put it in a verse
5: so the, the first verse is actually based on a very dark, heavy conversation that she had with James when he was kind of revealing that he was struggling with work and personal issues. This is the song. Yeah. How come
2: one become so
5: bounded by choices that somebody else
2: makes? How come we both become a version of a person we don't even like? To bring us down by putting ideas
5: in our heads to corrupt our hearts somehow. This whole James
4: Corden thing honestly has me. That confused. last line, that
5: last line hits for me.
4: so I don't know the real story here of why he's really leaving. You know, what well, feel... he's saying
5: publicly is he wants to go back to the UK to be with his family, right? Mm-hmm.
4: Which is a great story, but typically most people don't leave. He's doing. I mean, his show has been doing well. Everything's going well, except for when he's had all this personal drama mm-hmm. in the news, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he dips out. I just, I don't know. There's more we don't know mm-hmm. about him to where he's like, I got to get the hell out of here. I don't know. I don't know oh, I just, before
5: something else breaks. It again. just seems
4: like it's a weird time for him to be leaving, yeah. personally.
5: The final show airs this Thursday, April 27th with special guests Harry Styles and Will Farrell. This is Jess, and that was your top three.
4: When's the last time that you made a new friend? And I'm not talking about just like somebody you see at work or maybe it's a, a, a parent at one of your kids' schools or something like that. Like, Jess, when's the last time you made a friend that you now still hang out with to this day?
5: Ooh, it's <laughs> hard for me.
4: Seriously. Can you think of the last time you did? I can't. It's tough. It's tough. And I don't know if I'm making this harder than it needs to be or if all adults just have a hard time making friends when there's not some kind of like... Thing that you're both involved with, right? So I realized yeah. a couple of months ago. That it's like my,
5: outside of work, you mean? Yeah. Okay.
4: Like, at work, is fine. Like, you're here, maybe you go do something outside of
5: work. I know, like, so work doesn't count, right?
4: But, like, seriously, the last time, and, and Texas, I want to know your answer, too. When's the last time that you made a friend, as an adult, that you made a new friend that you just go and go do stuff with that's not somebody from work, not somebody from kid's school, whatever? Texas, Yeah. 410 583 one zero six five. I realized a couple of months ago, my life is like way out of balance. Like I work a ton and like my personal life kind of sucks. And I was trying to fill that with like dating. And then I realized I don't want to be just the guy that works and has a relationship. So the last couple of months, I've been trying to just add other things in there. Hobbies, uh, I've been trying to add in friendships. Y'all, adding friends to your life as an adult is one of the trickiest things. I think it's harder than dating. Honestly, I think making new friends... As almost forty is harder than dating. I went yeah. on. I, I made an attempt yesterday to go on a platonic male friend date. Okay. I think I have made a new male friend. Oh my gosh! So we need like romantic <laughs> music for this. this. This is almost like.
5: I hope he's not listening to this and gets freaked out. I know he
4: totally would. It's a guy that I had met at yoga. Okay. And there's not a ton of guys at yoga, right? Yeah. You understand that? Yeah, that's so nice. We hit off conversation. Have a lot in common.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> this sounds like a date. And for the last maybe six weeks, we've been trying to find time to hang out, to hang out as bros. But what I realize is, when you become an adult, it's similar to dating. We're finding time to do things is really tough because everyone has their own lives going on. Yeah, like we built these crazy chaotic lives and
5: schedules
4: and like trying to fit stuff in so honestly for the last six weeks I've been like hey are you free on Saturday I'm like oh, I got Sunday on Saturday how about Sunday oh no Sunday is terrible for me I can't do it so we played this back and forth game
5: is he a single guy Uh he is
4: yeah he's getting out of a relationship okay. no kids like me though okay. so similar lifestyle like that but yeah. just, we're both just busy so yeah this is the only thing we could find to do the only thing that we could find to do was yesterday literally at four o'clock on a Monday, yeah. we were like, I mean, do you just want to like, it's too early for dinner. Neither of us drink.
5: Oh, that's nice. That's good for you. Do
4: you want to like just go hang out at the park?
5: <laughs>
4: and I was like,
5: okay. sure.
4: Like we can just go Take hang out. At the park. So we went to the park felt honestly like I remember I was sitting there I got there first and I'm like this
2: is okay like what do do I say like Like, I just
4: don't know like I haven't made a new friend in so long I'm not quite sure what to do you know because with women I I, if it was a first date with a woman like I could have knocked that out of the park for some reason a platonic male friend no drinking no hobby no nothing you can go like go do
5: together I do think making friends is more difficult than dating because with dating you're already going into it like this may this may work out it may not we'll see how it goes but with friends you're like really trying to find somebody yeah or maybe Maybe you more should look so. at romantic relationships that way. But I do think it's a little more difficult with friends than, like, dating.
4: I put more pressure on it, honestly, than dating. Yeah. There's a million people you can date. Making friends that right. you genuinely, like, want to be around is tough. So we went on our man date at the park. We <laughs> sat there for a little over an hour on the bench, and we just talked. And it was a great time. Okay, fine. That's so nice. Good in there. Here's the problem. What happens again? Hey, we should do this again. It was fun. Yeah, when you want to do it. Oh, next week's not good for me. I'm going to be, oh, the week after that, I'm out of town. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be two months until you can just be friends again.
5: No, but the cool thing about friends is, like, Ugh. you can just stay in touch by sending funny memes to each other. <laughs>
4: I don't think that works as an adult anymore. I want you to make your guesses before we get into this story. What do you think, according to experts, is the absolute worst breed to adopt when it comes to a dog? Aw, We'll get into it today in dog news.
0: Today in dog news. Yes, welcome
4: to a day in dog news. We are a dog-friendly show. Freaking love dogs, man. Honestly, so I lost my dog about two months ago. For whatever reason, I was sitting... You know, Instagram was like, hey, you want to make these... Stories, your old stories, into a reel.
5: Yeah, and then they pop up.
4: And so it, I have like a whole like section on Kiki and my Instagram. It's like, hey, make this into a, make this into a reel. I'm like, okay, cool. Lit, bawling, bawling, watching this video. Yeah. So I lost my dog two months ago. I Man, I'm I'm just a dog guy. I Love dogs. And there's dog news happening in the world. I'm the one to bring it to you. I want to see if you agree with this. So there's this guy on TikTok that did a video about the the worst dog to adopt. And by the way, I'm never going to talk you about adopting a dog. You absolutely should. But out of all the breeds, he was like, and he's been a dog trainer for years. He said, this is the breed I absolutely would not adopt. Do you want to guess what it is?
5: Wouldn't adopt? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: It's not what you think it is.
5: Okay. Is it a Jack Russell? Why would you go Jack Russell? Why? Just because my uncle, my uncle had one and she was really mean to us. <laughs> RIP Molly. Still respect for her, but she was kind of scary.
4: I can tell you that pit bulls were not mentioned. No, that's Rottweilers so yeah. not mentioned. Dalmatians not mentioned. All the ones you think may have been on there that have the, quote, unquote, the worst reputations were not on there. Mm-hmm. He said basically one word, doodles. <gasps> Any kind of doodle. No. Golden doodle. Why? Sheep-a-doodle. No. Burn-a-doodle. I
5: love the doodles.
4: He said literally that's the worst one because they literally never train well. No. They're the mis- no, they're most crazy. mispaid dog. My grandparents
5: dog. Have, have them, and I mean, he's psycho. I love him <laughs> to death, but Amigo is a psychopath.
4: Super cute, right? So cute. If you got a doodle, I know you love it. But a pair, according to this dog trainer on TikTok, the absolute worst one that you can adopt because of their behavior alone. <laughs>
5: yeah, he doesn't listen
4: to anyone. Is the doodle. This is uh, Michelle from Parkville. Hi, Michelle. Hey, are you going to be on the next season of Love is Blind? Uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, Did you? I saw. Yeah, you you saw the Instagram. Uh, I did. I talked about this on my podcast too, on Certified Mama's Boy last week. So, uh, I don't know, guys. Let's discuss this. So, in case you don't know, Love Is Blind is a dating reality show where they match singles up, and the the gimmick with this show is you can't actually see the person until you propose to them. Like you're in basically a room with a device where you can't actually see. But you don't see, see them at nope, all. Not, okay. nothing, you know nothing about them except for personality and chemistry, and that's it, right? Okay. So the question is, then, is love really blind? Uh, so the I guess the big news from last week was that the next season of it is going to be in D.C. That's sick. And they're currently casting people to be on this show. I've had a bunch of people tag me in these posts yeah. and say that you should be on Love is Blind next season.
5: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who is telling you
4: this? So, and, I mean, I, I don't want to be dramatic, but I probably had at least five, five to ten people send me this post. Well,
5: obviously, they are not your friends as they're trying to put you on that show. So, I, I
4: was consider I'm seriously considering oh auditioning God. for the show. Now, backstory: if you're new to our show, is that I have been single now for five, actually, as of this week, five years. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I have tried dating apps, I've tried dating in person, I've tried literally almost everything except for being on reality TV. Could it actually work out? Would it be a good idea? you
2: get to know their personality and who they are. Yes! And it's like you don't get caught up in their looks, so I mean, I kind of feel like if you haven't tried this, and it's been five years, I mean, it's really tough (laughs) in in this area, you know, it's like it's tough. No, Everybody's thank in you. Work listen, mode and-
4: yeah, it's true. Everyone, listen, everybody. Honestly, in the DMV area, it, it is. If you are single, I feel your pain. It is. It is. Excruciatingly hard to date here. Absolutely,
5: absolutely. And especially as you get Being closer single to my in age. general, and like yeah. dating in this time, and it's like weird. the internet, and it's it's crazy. It's intense. And I think especially as you get older,
4: like here I am, you I'm so close to forty. Like it's not everyone's got things going, and like expectations and everything else. I found like maybe this could be a way where you drop. They don't, you know, they don't know. They're they're there to date, obviously, to be in a relationship. And this you don't have to worry is the as
5: much worst about, idea I think you've ever had. <laughs> Why? Think about this Like when
2: There's two friends They don't see each other That way They get to know each other
5: Michelle without... Michelle you like this No Michelle well, yeah uh... Michelle likes this <laughs> oh, And uh,
4: Michelle
2: God. I, I want to see, see him On okay, the show <laughs> we,
5: this is Okay exactly You just want him To go on there Because you want I The messiness Kramer, (laughs) I do not think Love is Blind or reality TV is for you. Why? Because I just don't think you're going to do well in that environment. And I just don't, I just feel like it's going to make you spiral. And I don't, this it's not a good idea. For what reason? Because, dude. Like
4: for me, it's it's like a new way of, because sometimes, okay, and I'll admit, I will get caught up in looks or superficial things. That probably don't really matter versus chemistry. Plus, Mm -hmm. y'all, this is all I've done for the last 20 years. It's been a voice and a personality. I feel like I would kill it in this situation because that's all I've been for so many people for so many years. Yeah, and
2: they're not looking at you. So maybe you could just look at this as I'm going to be completely different than any other date and just tell them everything about me without...
4: Thinking about the outcome. I don't hate it. Rip off the band-aid.
2: I don't hate it. Y'all
5: do you. Go have fun. Go have fun in your little pod and tell me how it goes.
4: I I am, just know that I'm strongly considering it and I will, uh, I'll keep you posted as I consider it more. I'm not sure. I'm not sure when the the application (laughs) is over. But
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
5: How annoying do your neighbors have to be before you're allowed to basically snap <laughs> and complain about them? She's
4: 11 years old and really savvy. Just gets advice with Dear Abby. 106.5. Oh, you are asking the wrong person. I know. <laughs> the most minor inconvenience, and I'll try to have that person evicted instantly. Uh, uh, well, welcome to this week's edition of Dear Abby on Mix 106.5. If you've never been here for one of these before, you should probably get introduced to 11-year-old Abby. Who is this?
5: Abby is my niece. Uh, She lives in California. I'm really close to my family. And Abby always has a big opinion on all of our lives. So now I just actually talk to her about what's going on in mine.
4: And what's happening this week?
5: I need to know if I'm being like an annoying neighbor or if I have the right to complain about someone in my complex because of what they're doing. Abby, can I ask you for some advice? Mm Mm-hmm. I need you to tell me if I'm being a bad neighbor because I wanna complain about something, but Gerald doesn't want me to. There is a neighbor and they play music all the time, which is fine, but they play music late at night during the week. And we wake up at like 3.45 in the morning, okay? So we're in bed by like 8 p.m. And this neighbor is playing music like after nine, okay? So I want to complain and ask if they stop playing music by 8 p.m., but Gerald thinks like 10 p.m. is fine. Yeah, I don't think you're being a bad neighbor because like it's
2: during the week. If my neighbors were playing music after, like, 11 on a weekday, I would straight up bang on their door and tell them to stop.
5: (laughs) Right? And then if they didn't, I'd keep banging on their door. So what do you think is the appropriate time to turn music off during the week?
2: 8, 8.30 at the latest.
5: Okay. Cool. Thanks, Ab. You're welcome.
4: Why am I surprised that they... 11-year-old would say that early. I was very surprised yeah. by
5: it, too. I, I was expecting her to be like, Auntie, you need to chill out, but the fact that she was like, no, girl, if that was me, I would be banging on their door. It kind of fires me up even more.
4: It's, <laughs> it's giving me, like, a young Karen vibes, which I like. I like about it. I mean, so what do you think is the right time during the week? What would be fair? Is it
5: Karen? Is, like, asking neighbors to, like, to have music down during the week, during the week 8 or 8.30, is that Karen, or is that just, like, trying to be mindful of your neighbors?
4: If you ask me... I would instantly march my ass over the leasing office and say I would like those people uh, removed from the state. Stop I don't even want them to be able to bring this inconvenience to anybody else in the whole entire state of Maryland. Uh, To me, dude, I don't think she's wrong. I think 8 o'clock seems fair to have music playing.
5: Like Monday through Friday.
4: But you and I have a different kind of lifestyle. I know. Right? I know. Like, I'm just wondering if you hear this. But we could do, like, an informal poll if you want to, if that'll help. I mean, what do you think? Jess has got a neighbor that's being... Super loud and they're turning off the music at what time?
5: Maybe 10. Maybe if that. So
4: what what time if we were to do like an informal poll, which is everybody here? You just don't 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 call. Just text for this. 410-583-1065. We're getting a live texts at 8 o'clock, getting some nines. Somebody said 7 30. How about 730? A text on the 443. 730. Not only do people have work, but they're trying to get their kids to go down for school as well. Which mm-hmm. I mean, I guess so. Seven I mean, I think I'd be a little more lenient than seven thirty. Uh, we got a, a text on the four four three. I would always say eleven o'clock is oh, wow. the cutoff. If you were in an apartment or condo, to be more consistent. So I mean, like, I mean, eleven to me is
5: really that late.
4: That's too late. So like like what is it? Hey, Bianca from Canesville. Wait, you actually did call the cops on your neighbors for playing music too loud. What time was that cut off for you?
2: Oh, my gosh. It was was after 10 o'clock in the middle of the freaking week. Yeah. And my husband and I have to wake up early. We have to get our kids ready in the morning for school on top of that. Yeah. So, like, you know, we got to go to work. So, I mean, playing music past, like, 10 o'clock. It is, it, like, bad for me. But legally, the cops said
5: it's considered disturbing the peace after 9 p.m.
4: 9 o'clock, Jess. 9. Are you going to call the cops over yes.
5: this, Jess? No, but, like, I was thinking the same thing because there's kids that live in my complex. That kind of sucks. I even think, like, bedtime for kids is, like, l- l- 9 is too late.
4: I mean, you would think, right? So you, you finally my, had enough.
5: No, so- my, kid's bed- my kids' bedtime is 8, o- eight o'clock. Yeah. Right. They're...
2: By them, Damn, because Bianca. we have to wake up early. But my thing is that in the past, I had a neighbor who had a dog that was constantly barking.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: Constantly barking throughout the day and night. Because there were some it. days where I work, where I work like from home. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. throughout the day and night, the dog was just barking just about any time the the owners would leave.
4: I think that what we're seeing over here is that 9 o'clock seems fair. Does that seem fair to you, Jess? I mean, I know you want to do 8. I think, how about 8.30? Why 830? 30, though? Why I give them 30 more minutes at that point?
5: Because I feel like 8.30 feels a little warmer. It kind of gives me, like, I'm, I'm like, low-key cool. I feel like if I was, like, 8, they'd be like, screw her. But if I say 8.30, they're like, okay. She
4: gave us 30 more minutes. That's cool. Now, now. now
3: trending stories in the city.
1: The Baltimore Top 3 with Jess.
2: Number
5: 3. Dozens of bills have been signed into law by Governor Westmore. They include the Serve Act, establishing a service year option program for Maryland high school graduates. Um, education spending total is about $8.7 billion, including nearly $1 billion earmarked for the blueprint of Maryland's Future Fund for Public Education and the $63 billion budget for Maryland with a focus on climate change has also been approved uh, number two one of the biggest r&b tours of 2023 is coming to baltimore Titled The Summer Block Party, the tour is headlined by Jodice, SWV, and Baltimore's very own Drew Hill. Wow. The tour includes a stop at CFG Bank Arena on July 29th. Pre sale actually goes live this morning at 10 a.m. Another uh, pre sale with Live Nation that's going to happen this Thursday. And then general sale begins on Friday, April 28th at 10 a.m.
4: You know, I complain because. Baltimore is not getting, like, the big shows. We're not getting Taylor. We're not getting Beyonce. But we're getting... I would say... We're getting
5: massive shows. I don't
4: know how it was... See, because we moved here in COVID, right? So I don't really know how things were before. Yeah. When, like, it was...
5: Like, we're kind of just getting used to, like, being able to go to concerts out here, honestly. Well, before
4: the arena got redone, I'm just wondering... If, it was, if you guys were still pulling in like these same shows, they are now. I know, you know? New
5: Edition was just here. Yeah, yeah that's
4: like, awesome. It's, the CFG arena now is just, I mean, it's bringing in some pretty damn impressive acts. Yeah. Even though they're not like the major, major headliners, there's still some shows that we should be impressed with for sure.
1: Number one.
5: Attention all Swifties. Taylor is okay and no, her tour is not getting postponed. Fans were very concerned after photos of the singer had gone viral where she's seen bleeding with a pretty hefty chunk of skin missing from the bottom of her left hand. Taylor got injured uh, during her show over the weekend in Houston and the singer took to social media to assure fans that she's okay and the injury was completely her fault. So she tripped on her dress backstage during a quick change, fell in the dark and braced the fall with the palm of her hand. Swift was able to perform the rest of the show and received medical attention but despite the injury she will continue the tour and like nothing is affected.
4: You know what I thought about the other day when it comes to Taylor? Is I feel like she is the one celebrity that you don't really see out and about that much.
5: Besides you know? this last week with her with her friends.
4: But I'm saying, you don't really see, like, what does Taylor do? Does she just stay behind... Like she, like, for example, she's she in, goes to she's, dinner. She's in Houston, right? She like she hangs out. You think know, she talks? Oh, like, looked, like what she's doing? Oh, yeah. when she
5: goes to her t- stops, like is she out and about?
4: Because I don't, I don't even know if she could just go out in public anymore. No way. Can Taylor go out and just do normal people stuff, especially no. when she's on her tour? Unless for she shows? has like a
5: massive amount of security, you know what I mean? Because but it, she was just walking the streets of New York with like Gigi Hadid like three days ago.
4: I'd have to assume that was some type of something, you right? Think? Yeah. I don't think Taylor just goes outside. Out for no reason. You know, I mean, truly, and I, I I almost hate that for her. Yeah. That, like, she probably, like, she probably just has to get shoved into some type of house when she gets there and, like, not leave.
5: Because it know, causes, like, craziness in the I, city. I would assume it'd be just chaos, right?
4: Yeah. So, this right. is Jess, and that was your top three. Do you think that we should ban babies from airplanes? Because if I think about that question, my answer is maybe. Oh, no. By now, you may have seen this video. It went viral over the weekend. Uh, The guy that was leaving Baltimore to go down to Fort Lauderdale. And their flight was in like a weather holding pattern. uh, So they couldn't land. And on this flight, just happened to be a screaming baby. Yeah. So after about 45 minutes, apparently this guy from right here in our own backyard just got fed up with it. He starts
5: becoming a screaming baby.
4: I mean, literally. It's what he did. He basically turned the same exact thing. Have you seen this video yet? This guy, listen, this is basically the dude... After, and the passenger say This kind of came out of nowhere mm-hmm. We got a screaming baby For I don't know how long The baby was crying But eventually dude's just fed up And he just kind of Freaks out We are in a Team cave okay. With a baby okay.
2: In a f-ing okay. Echo chamber Who are
0: that baby's I paid for a ticket To have a Comfortable flight Because you, you're yelling
4: So, so is the baby. baby So dude like Becomes unhinged Right And what they have to do Is eventually They take the plane over to Orlando instead to land it because they can't, they're like trying to get this dude under control.
5: Because he was losing his mind? Yeah.
4: So, uh, it begs the question though, who's really in the wrong here?
5: How is the baby supposed to stop crying?
4: It, well, it's it's a it's a fantastic question, right? So, what what are you supposed to do in this situation? Now, I get it. As a parent, you have absolutely zero control over when your baby is going to fuss and when they're not. Especially I
5: get when it. the when the baby is like an infant, and like- that's got to be super hard. And a lot of these times.
4: I understand you may be traveling and flying, maybe the absolute best option for you. And mm-hmm. so I can't really hate on that. Let me put, let me be in that dude's perspective for one second, man. I feel like airplanes, are the only place, maybe with the exception of, a bus, like a city bus or something, where you can't take your screaming baby away from the situation. It's the only spot. Right. Think of somewhere else. Like, for example, I went to the movies over the weekend, right? And there was a crying baby about three seats down from me. What does the mother do? She removes herself from the situation to go calm her baby down. Flights the only place you can do this. It's not, it's not yeah, you- Yeah, you don't you...
5: have the ability to do that. So now
4: what you've got is you've got, a, a, a like as he describes it, a tin can of 300 some odd people. Yeah that are now having to be subjected to this crying baby. If it lasts five minutes, that's one thing. If it's a whole entire flight, do we feel like there has, like, like, what what's the answer here? What is the correct answer when you've got a screaming baby on an airplane? Who's really at fault? Should this guy, I mean, I don't think he handled it well, but I could also understand after hours and hours or however long, dude's finally like, just shut the hell up, right?
5: I mean, yeah, but like, but the baby can't though. That's the thing. Like the baby, like, him as a grown adult has the ability to be in control of his emotions and how he's behaving. The baby does not. So I think that's where the issue is and it's embarrassing to hear that he felt the need to react and basically explode in that sense. And as far as the the plane, I think it comes down to you are willingly you are willing to buy a ticket to go on a tin can with 300-some-odd strangers that you have no control over. Yeah. That doesn't just include a baby. That includes the snoring guy next to you. That includes the lady three seats back that won't stop sneezing the last 30 minutes. I feel like if you're going to get on a plane, those are certain things that are outside of your control that you just have to be ready and mentally prepared to handle. So
4: your your take is that passengers should be prepared for any type of annoyance. You know you're gonna you could possibly run into some kind of annoyance and that's on you?
5: Well, going on a plane isn't comfortable to begin with. Depending on how far you're flying, I'm, you know, as far as with Garage Boy and I, when we cross country, that day can six and a half to seven hours. When you're sitting in that little area, it's like sitting at a school desk for six hours straight. That's not comfortable. I'm not going to get on the plane, being like, I can't wait to get the best night's sleep of my entire life, and not, and my <laughs> I, back is going to feel fantastic. I, I can't came here wait. to relax. Absolutely <laughs> not. It's not comfortable. It's it's its function is to get from point A to point B.
4: Dude, was not having. Here's a text in the 443. It says, parents need to understand that they choose to have a child. So they will have to make some sacrifices until the child is old enough to actually function. Uh, text, another text in the 443. Uh, Babies have no place on a plane before the age of five. The baby is crying because the ears are popping because of altitude. Keep that in mind. Now, of course, there's text on the other side, too, right?
5: Yeah, be real. Don't even put this guy's perspective. It's ridiculous. Buy some sound-canceling earbuds and call it a day.
4: Here's a text in the 443. Kramer, what are you smoking this morning? Just for clarity, I smoked nothing this morning. Because <laughs> uh, you are were one to make a comment about banning an individual to be paying your Social Security benefits at some point in your life from public transportation. That unreli- uh Well, she just goes on. and on. So, anyway, what do you think about this? This is uh, this is Hannah. What do you think? That
2: guy is psycho. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is so wrong for that. That guy obviously does
4: not have children. Yeah, no, I know, I know, and that's the thing is, and and neither, and neither do I. So I have a hard time with this because I do. I I get super annoyed too when there's there's crying babies on planes. I'm not used to it, right? So like I. I, I I guess. But what I can, do you I want then? What, what do you,
5: So what do you want is like what I want to hear from you what you expect to happen in that situation. I then. just
4: and, and what do you think about this? What do you think about this, Anna? Do you think that like parents should have a, a good idea of their baby is going to be crying in a situation like that? Or does that sound stupid?
2: Um, I mean a parent only knows how to console their child but if, if it's their first time flying, then people just have to suck it up.
4: So, like, you, so you're a I Jess. Just, you, you say it's the passengers. Basically, you know you're going to get into something annoying.
2: Yeah, because, I mean, I don't have kids myself, but I do have, uh, I'm an auntie. I have two nieces and a nephew. Yeah. And they're all very little. But for a grown man, yeah, he made the situation ten times worse by yeah. making a scene. He could have just put his own headphones in. Listen to some music, and then waiting for them
4: to land. Okay, so you're saying, listen, you you need to come prepared, knowing that this could very well be a very annoying flight for you. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh yeah, because okay. not it's not just children making scenes; grown adults make scenes that's true. too. Yeah, they that's right. You're not right. You, you see those videos of Karens and grown men making scenes because they don't want to sit where they want to sit and stuff like that. Right. Yes.
4: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for calling us. Yeah, no problem. Hey, Stephanie from Ellicott City. Good morning. Good morning. What do you think about this situation? Like, where does the responsibility lie? Should this guy have just gotten over it and just, just oh. like, oh, well, this sucks? Uh, or should parents be more considerate before they take their kids on planes?
3: So I have three kids. We fly over the all over the country. My son was in Puerto Rico at three months old. Yeah. You have to understand, people... If you don't want to fly in a tin can with other people, buy a first-class ticket. Yeah, People snore. They have smelly feet. They have gross habits. They chew their gum, and you just have to understand that (laughs) that's what you're going to buy into. I Unfortunately, with children, you cannot control what's going to happen. You pray to God that your baby is going to just behave, or you bring coloring books, food. I've shoved food in my kids' faces for two and a half hours so that they don't... No, but but if your kids do act up you just pray to god that people understand and they are just empathetic toward you. I feel so bad for those parents of that man that was screaming at oh, them. I'm sure he had, just sounds had, like a diva. Yes. Yeah, no,
5: he, I
4: agree he, with again, you completely. Guy did not handle it well, but let me ask you, Stephanie, as, as a parent here that flies a lot, so, you know, if you knew for a fact that you had a really fussy baby, right, would you, would you, is there any part of you that would say, maybe I should not fly on a plane because I have a fussy baby and that's going to literally annoy everyone else around us?
3: so it just that's tough when I was younger in my 20s and I would hear crying children I'd roll my eyes and go (laughs) god what are the you know and I would be irritated but now that I'm older and I understand sometimes you have to fly and you're just hoping that people understand and other human beings can maybe help out or maybe they can say hey I have an extra I don't know book if your child you know people help other people and so that's what you just hope however if I had a child that just was a colicky baby? I personally would probably be like, Ugh. okay, so you but at least consider it. that
4: That's that's what I wonder. Is like do I parents have to do their it. job of like being like, maybe listen, I got a really cry baby. Maybe we just shouldn't fly, you know, just for but, everyone around you.
5: No, but I'm I'm not gonna. I'm I'm putting myself in her situation, and I can't imagine like having having a baby and feeling and ha- and allowing the pressure and judgment of other people yeah. keeping me in Maryland
3: from to seeing my family you, yeah, just because traveling. I have a baby. Exactly. There's
5: no way in hell.
3: There's no way in hell so I'm ever doing keep... that other people's opinions from letting you fly and that's not no that's not cool so and he's only going to florida what is that like a two and a half hour flight (laughs) they didn't expect to be land grounded for as long as they did she thought she was getting on a two and a half hour flight exactly so no that guy is a thousand percent a diva he needs to get a first class ticket and he can drive if he wants to
4: thank you for calling us thank (laughs) you
3: thanks guys have a good day